The Holistic Counseling Podcast is part of the practice of the Practice Network, a network of podcasts seeking to help you market and grow your business and yourself. To hear other podcasts like Behind the Bite, Full of Shift, and Impact Driven Leader, go to www.practiceofthepractice.com forward slash network. Welcome to the Holistic Counseling Podcast, where you discover diverse wellness modalities, advice on growing your integrative practice, and grow confidence in being your unique self. I'm your host, Chris McDonald. I'm so glad you're here for the journey. Welcome to today's episode of the Holistic Counseling Podcast. This is Chris McDonald. I'm your host and expert in all things related to holistic counseling. If you're a new listener today, I want to say welcome. As a listener, you have access to my free nine-part email course, Becoming a Holistic Counselor. In this course, you'll explore different holistic strategies, how to develop your skills as a holistic counselor, and how to attract your ideal holistic clients. Go to www.holisticcounselingpodcast.com, scroll down, enter your name and email address today. I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest. Her name is Cassidy Ray, and she's here to discuss how thoughts become your reality. She's a psychic medium spiritual healer who provides clients with messages from their spirit guides and angels to become their best and highest self. Welcome to the podcast, Cassidy. Hi, how's it going? Good. So can you share a little more about yourself and your work? Yeah. So my work, so since I've been pretty young around, I mean, even the age of one, my parents started to notice I was able to connect with loved ones who passed away, like their parents, their grandparents. And as I got older, I just really got into psychology and realized I was very intuitive as well. And so I kind of found myself in the past year using those gifts to help other people. In a sense, I did my master's in clinical mental health counseling and got through about a year and a half before I was like, oof, there's too many rules here. <laughs> there's too <laughs> many see rules. That for you. Yeah, you know, from what you can tell from my social media, I'm uh, yes. very much a free spirit and I'm a Virgo, so I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> so <laughs> I decided to drop out and start my own sort of like counseling where I can use my intuitive abilities and then also work with major grief and trauma in a different way than that, that classic counseling or therapy. So you bring such a unique perspective then to have the counseling training, but then I'm sure you can yeah. use some of that with what you do. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think psychology is, it's basically, it's psychic intuitive work. It's pretty much the same thing. It's study of human behavior and understanding right. and feeling yeah. emotion. So it all intertwines. But of course we're more structured with licensure rules right. and <laughs> things we can't I know. I was do. like, I can't cuss at my clients and yell at them when they're effing up. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a straight shooter, I could tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so big talk time. about being your authentic self, aren't you? You're, you are totally that. Yeah. So a big part of me starting this career of mine was just from me dropping in my intuition, listening to my spirit guides, just getting the messages that like, this is not going to look like anything that you know. I'm not going to be the girl in the corner meditating, all hippie vibe. Like, yes, I do those things. But a lot of what I'm here to do and my purpose is to normalize the hell out of this work. And normalize normal the out of it. <laughs> normalize the out of it because <sighs> it's just everyone has intuition and everyone has yes. these abilities. And mm -hmm. I just want people to drop into their own power. And so I figure the best way to do that is to be my normal, raunchy, authentic self. <laughs> <laughs> of course. 
And that's great that you're on this podcast because there is some stigma with counselors using intuitive measures or other holistic strategies and some, some are afraid to. So I'm glad that you're willing to normalize that. You know what, this is all okay to do this and and really can help clients. I think in a sense it's super taboo still, but it's becoming more accepted. And so someone like myself who, I mean, quote unquote, I'm not normal, but so someone who's a little more normal (laughs) and then is dropping (laughs) into this time of work, people are like, wait, you do this? I'm like, yeah, I know it doesn't seem like I do, but I do. So you hit them with the (laughs) curveball. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like you've really found a way to connect with who you are and, and deliver that message and your purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a lot of connections all over the world and it's just easy to connect with people. So this work has just come so naturally to me. So let's talk about your website. <laughs> and I laugh because it's called Let's Get Friggin' Weird, which <laughs> totally threw me off. And I was like, what? What is this? And then I looked at your services and it just cracked me up. That What the heel is up? Who do you love? <laughs> oh my God. Um, How did you come up with the names for your website and the name of your services? It's honestly how I speak day to day. Like, is I'll it really? It's okay. just how I talk. Like, I'll just, you know, I have one reading that's like, what the f- is up? So, like, that's just how I talk. That's how I approach my friendships, my family relationships, everything. So, I'm like, I can't change this for my clients. Plus, I think that's a little bit of what people love about coming to me is like, I'll give it to you straight. That's true. But I also like have some good calming guidance. It's not all aggressive. Um, but That's good. Got yeah, balance. Just, mm. Right, right. I was just sitting uh, with a friend and I was like, hey, I think I need a website. Like this is getting big. And she was like, well, what do you want to name it? And the first thing I was like, let's get freaking weird. That was it. <laughs> and it was game over. I didn't question it. No other options came in. I was like, it's just let's get freaking weird. Let's do it. That really stands out too. Yeah. And people don't really expect that to be like a psychic medium service when they get my business card. (laughs) Yeah. It's not, you're expecting like moons and darkness and shadows. (laughs) Not me. (laughs) No. Yeah. Cause I imagine if you tried to edit yourself and to try to water it down, it it wouldn't come across the same way. Yeah. And I think this way I attract the audience and the clients that really are looking for my type of guidance instead of trying to adjust to, you know, a different clientele that doesn't necessarily fit me. Yeah. Yeah. True. So I know you wanted to talk about how thoughts become your reality. So where do you want to start with that? Basically, the word perception comes to mind first. I even have it tattooed on my arm here, but everything in this world is what you perceive it to be. And a big thing I like to preach on is that there's really no right or wrong or good or bad in this world. Everything is just what you know and believe to be true. And um, with manifestation, I know it's like a kind of a trendy little term right now, but I think it goes deeper than just like wishing for some love, life and money. Yes. It goes, <laughs> it's your mindset. It's how you wake up in the morning. It's the words you tell yourself in your head and the words you speak out loud as well. Yeah. And that becomes your reality. Yeah. I have a funny like little story about, cause I didn't know I was so intuitive and so in tune with this my whole life. I've just been very like, why do I feel this way? This is how I feel. I physically feel emotions or pains. And one way I accidentally manifested like a bad thing into my life growing oh, up no. was, uh, yes, yeah, it's not all good. <laughs> I used to love, so I'm very injury prone. I'm just, I was an athlete, a D1 athlete. So I just always was going crazy. And I love the feeling of when you break an arm or leg and you get a warm cast to put on your arm. 
I loved it. I hated the breaking part, but I loved the warm cast. You love that feeling. I swear, huh? When I was a kid, I was like, you know, age six to like 12, I was just like, I just love warm cast. Like I just want to have a warm cast put on me. And without even trying, I would end up with a broken bone like every other month. Oh my God. <laughs> so no I way. manifested this injury into my life because I wanted to feel a warm cast. Be careful what you wish for. Exactly. <laughs> that oh was just goodness. my younger idiot self. But but what what we can get from that is that there's the good part that you can manifest. If you're able to do and think negative thoughts, then you're able to think these positive thoughts that manifest good into your life. Truth. Yeah. And I think people aren't aware that you can manifest the negative too. And it's not just manifesting money, money and love. And- they find that to be, I find like a lot of my clients tend to struggle with like thinking like it's bad luck or there's something wrong with me, but it's, it's truly, it's thought pattern. It really is. If you just switch even a daily routine of, you know, waking up and I know it's so basic, but just gratitude journaling for like 10 minutes of what you're grateful for that present moment, it changes everything. Not overnight, but it does. Yeah. Overall, it's putting it out into the universe, isn't it? That's all it really is. Can you give an example of what would be some negative thoughts and how could somebody transform those? Yeah. Yeah. I guess someone struggling in, let's say, the romantic category of life and they're thinking, you know, I'm, I'm unlovable. You know, I have these traumas from my past or I always seem to lose people quickly. It's like, or I'll never be able to find someone that loved me, loves me. It's when you say those words, like, I'll never be able to, this is what's wrong. This is or like, I'm broken. Right, right. Then you're giving that energy life is the best way to put it. Rather than being like, I am completely lovable. I am a badass. <laughs> I deserve to be loved <laughs> in every way I deserve. Like, And I manifest the exact type of person you want. You know, obviously we don't get what we wish for down to the T. But the big morals, the big values that you need in relationships and standards like that. I help with a lot of clients with their love lives and tends to be the most popular topic. But it always comes down to the thoughts. They're believing that they're not enough or they're believing they don't deserve it or they'll never get it. So they don't. So the underlying beliefs, isn't it? Yeah, I just think with a lot of, you know, it goes back to career too. And not just love, career, I mean, friendships, everything in your life. and, And half the time, it's just people thinking they don't deserve it or thinking something's wrong with them when truly it's... If we have the power to manifest bad things into our life, we have the power to manifest good things into our life. And that's just plain and simple. And that goes even as far as physically healing our bodies. Right. And I've heard clients say things like, oh, as an adult, making friends is hard. So if you're throwing that out there, if that's your belief, then it's going to be hard. (laughs) Self-fulfilling. It's it's self-limiting beliefs that you can't make friends. But if you go into a new town, like, I mean, we were just talking about this, but I, I travel to a new state pretty much every month just to walk around, meet new people, get some new business. And the biggest thing I know about in the beginning when I started traveling alone, I was in a relationship, so I wasn't being as social, you know, I wasn't going out, I wasn't mingling as much. And then I noticed as I got out of that relationship and now that I travel more, I am just, my intentions are like, I want to meet people. I want to connect with friends. And I didn't have that in the beginning. So I was like manifesting no relationships into my life, like friendship wise. And now that I stepped out of that and into this new, and this is recent, you know, and incredible people. I'm actually staying in a little town longer than expected because I I put some roots down here and I met like, you know, five, six amazing people in one town because my intention was, I need to make friends and connections when I travel. 
And so I just kind of switched my mindset and it's made all the difference. And you mentioned Enerso is putting that energy out there. And And just as simple as, you know, manifestations work as like, I'm looking, you know, so for more like-minded people who are spiritual like me, and especially in these small towns I'm visiting, it's kind of tough to find. But if you put it out there, you speak it, you write it in your journal, like I'm looking for a mentor, I'm looking for a friend, whatever it may be, they'll hear you. The universe hears you. Whoever you speak to, you know, God, spirit guides, the stars, the sky, I don't care. doesn't matter who it is. They hear you. <laughs> they'll hear you, right? Yeah. I find though that sometimes clients I work with say, but I don't believe it. I can write this down, right. but I don't believe it. What do you say about that? Well, then it's not going to happen. And you're right. If you don't believe it, it's, you're right. It's, yeah. You're, <laughs> if you say, yeah, I believe this about me, then it's just going to happen. It sounds so crazy, but it's so simple. And I know that's, that can be um, a tough, tough thing to, to hear say, especially in the psychology field, you know, with depression mm-hmm. and anxiety, it's not just, it's not just a, a switch of a mindset. And there are a bunch of other things that need to go into it, but I think nine, 90% of it is your mindset and believing yeah, in yourself. So do you have any success stories from people you've helped? No, they're all failures. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. No. <laughs> oh, I'm so many. Oh, where did I even start? Anybody stand out? A good one. I love, I love when the people, a lot of people also come to me absolutely miserable in their careers, which makes me even more grateful that I work for myself and nobody else. But a lot of people really struggle with careers. And yeah, I had this one client who just so unhappy and just was like, this isn't my purpose. Like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't want to do this. And I gave her pretty much a reading like every week for like two months straight. And Eventually she texts me one day because she's, she was a musician, but she wasn't working in the music industry. She was like thinking about flight attendant and all that. And one day she texts me, she was like, I, I finally did it. I quit and I'm becoming a full-time musician. And I just lit me oh, up. Nice. I know. And she's just thriving now. Like she's got cut her hair, got a whole new hairdo and she's just totally rocking it. And I'm like, this is, this is you, this is authentically you now, but That's it's hard feel to so- take that leap of faith. Yeah, it is. That's got to feel so good for you. Yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, I get a story like this every week, I would say with my clients or I really like my mediumship readings because that, that kind of grief healing is, it's unexplainable. Like the happiness that it brings me being able to like give people messages from their loved ones who passed over and to see them heal, see my clients heal throughout the process. I always tell them like, keep me updated. Like we're friends. You can text me. Like I'm not, I'm not your therapist. You can text me. You can talk to me. We can hang out. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? All our dual relationships we can't do as therapists. I know. And I hated that idea. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. When I was my master's, I was like, what if I really connect with a human? And, and they're like, yep, legally, you just can't hang out with them. But I'm like, oh, my God. I can't I know. I have, some, I have too many friends. <laughs> I, I can see her so social. I have some clients. I was like, man, they'd be so cool to get a beer with. <laughs> right. I know. But it's like. Nope. Jail. But I can't. <laughs> I, jail. It's just straight to jail. So I was you like, just oh gosh. Can't. Yeah. So yeah. But I love it. I've met a really like good group of women and there's obviously less men who come to me for this type of work. I think it's stigma. Yeah. And more taboo. Mm-hmm. But the men that do come to me, I mean, I've seen, I think I see so much more growth in the men in a quicker amount of time because they don't like the women tend to focus on themselves a little bit more day to day. The men ignore all, all the things. And when they finally embrace it, it's like, it's incredible, like seeing them shift in just becoming a different kind of man. And that's just so needed. So cool. Too bad more don't reach out, huh? 
Yeah, but I also think that's another reason why I like to be so like authentically me because I I come from like a ton of male friends. Like I really connect with males. You know, just love a sports and I'm just kind of a tomboy and I have plenty of girlfriends, but males I seem to connect with me well, and so I just try to encourage them all. Like, this isn't weird. I'm not going to be all, like, witchy-woo-woo and, like, weird to you. I'm just going to give it to you like it is. And, you know, I even have a friend whose dad passed away, and he was a little timid for about a year, and finally he was like, all right, Cass, like, I think I want you to do a reading for me, for my dad. And it was just amazing what it brought to him. And the next day, he also, he was like, I quit my job. Because <laughs> he was wow. very unhappy. I love oh when people gosh. quit their jobs. <laughs> Thank you, do. Isn't it great when you work for yourself? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I makes quit. such I a difference. Like, Finally. Yeah. So have you found a, a lot of people can heal from their grief when when they do use you as a medium? Yeah, I think I believe that whatever stage of grief you're in, whatever medium you choose to go to, is going to give you the message that you need to hear for that stage you're in. Even if I don't know what stage oh, or how long okay. it's been, so you know, someone could go. This is just an example. One girl had a you know boyfriend who passed, but it was a little more tragic. And so she went right away after the death because there was like some question marks around the death. And so the first medium like helped them answer like these question marks. Like, was it, was it homicide? Was it suicide? Those types of things. And then she came to me a couple months later and then his messages for her were a lot around like, and I didn't know any of this, of, like if it was yes. homicide or suicide, mm-hmm. obviously. And a lot of the messages he gave her was just like, I need you to stop focusing on the details of my death. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it was more surrounded, like, it's time for you to start healing. Like, it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter what happened because I'm not going to come back. So let's focus on what we can now. So a lot of my messages actually tend to be around how they can start healing and living their best life on earth while they're still alive. You know, just because you lost someone doesn't mean you have to stop living. Right. And they don't want that for you. Yeah. And I, I do a lot of readings for clients who pass from suicide and I've become really passionate. Oh, that's so hard. Yeah. Suicide prevention as well. But those clients, they really, um, they've just surprised me how well that they're healing from it. Um, yeah. See, mm-hmm. a lot of the messages that spirit gives me is like, I want you to see the light in my life and not like, I don't want to be remembered for just killing myself. True. They want to be left person. with a legacy of love and light. So mm-hmm. it really that is makes amazing sense. stuff. I'm wondering too, with clients that have that complicated grief where they have multiple losses, if yeah. that might be something that could really help them. Cause I think I've found a lot of clients have trouble finding meaning and purpose with that. It's, right. They struggle so many of those deep questions. Yeah. I have a couple of clients who've come to me who've lost a child and I don't think there's anything harder hard or any, hmm. anything to go through, but even reading purposes for me and my business, there's nothing harder than doing a reading for a parent who loses a child, but it's really beautiful when their kid comes through because it's just like this energetic love that like you can't even explain a parental bond. Like it's, it's a feeling. It's just like so close of love that it's like, it's unbreakable no matter if they're alive wow. or present. And so unbreakable. A hundred percent. And I think just giving the parents the messages that they need to hear it just, it's it, there's nothing like it in the world. That's gotta be so fulfilling. Yeah, it it really is. So I was looking at your TikToks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. Very entertaining. (laughs) I forget I have everything public. So take me as I I know. So I guess going back to manifesting, because I was really curious Mm -hmm. about you were using two cups of water 
to manifest having one that was, I think your reality and the one thing that you, one glass of water for what you want. Can you share more about right. what that is and how do you yeah. do that? Yeah. So you get two cups of water and they don't have to be like full glasses. It doesn't really matter how much is in them, but water is very, it's just very spiritual and energetic and we can transfer water and energy. Like it's nothing. So Use two glasses of water and then you'll write like a little note of what you have in your present moment. This could be around your love life, your financial situation, just anything going on in your life. Like what is presently happening right now? And then your cup on the right will be what I want or what I, yeah, no, what I'm like aspiring to have. And so it could be something as small as like currently I am single in the future. I want a happy relationship or whatever. If you want to go like that route, then you Focus on the one cup of what you have in reality and you just kind of like meditate and sit on it and really be present with those thoughts because that is your reality. And if you are not happy with your present reality, you'll never be happy ever and you'll never change your reality, I believe, because your thoughts are not manifesting into good things. And so you drink that cup of water and then you go over to the other cup and then you meditate and sit with that message. And I always tell my clients when you're manifesting things for your future or if you want money, whatever it may be, you need to have good and pure intentions. So write out what you want to do with your money. That would be good. Who do you want to help? What charity could you donate to? Who, what wider population could this be helpful for? And sit with that and then drink that cup of water and then kind of just take the time you need to unwind. But just water energy is really, really powerful. Yeah. I've never heard of that. It's one of many, many ways, but Mm -hmm. a big fan of manifesting. Because I've heard about writing, you know, writing it down and putting in present tense and acting like you already have it, connecting with the feeling of having it. There's so many different ones, whatever works for you. But I do like the physical act of like drinking the water. So it's more tricks your mind. That's where the psychology of it comes in, you know, physically drinking or you can do like intuitive showering as well. I love to work with water. Yeah. So I tell my clients, you know, if they're in a funk, especially if they're anxious or self-doubt, Imagine you putting on the shampoo. What are you adding on? Like, oh, I'm adding self-love. I'm adding gratitude. Oh, nice. And then when you're washing it out, what are you letting go of? And so being intentional about your showers and then it helps you stay present. And over time, I mean, you do this every day, things change. Yeah, that's an easy one that people could do. Exactly. Yeah, take your showers, people. Hopefully everybody <laughs> takes a shower. <laughs> right. yeah, Maybe not every day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I, so you do you do some tarot card readings as well? Yeah, I think pretty sure most people in this work like at least use tarot as tools. But yeah, I like to use tarot. I am doing more like live channeling as of recently, and then I'm I'm kind of experimenting with some reiki and more physical hands on type of work as well. But yeah, love tarot. Big fan of that. Love pulling cards for my friends and just giving them some little insight. (laughs) Do you have cards with you right now? Oh yeah. Would you want to pull one? Right now? Okay. Yeah, let's see if we can share one. If there's any message you have for my listeners. I'll do a little channel message. I did do one earlier on my Instagram, actually. Sometimes. Oh, did you? On there. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Let's see. Which deck? I, I always find it out. fascinating. <laughs> what can come out? Um. Okay, let's see. We'll do this one. All right, we'll just do like a channel message for the audience that's listening presently. Yes, please. All right, Spirit, what the f*** is up? <laughs> We just have that kind of relationship. We can just or do that. she's just keeping it real. <laughs> I'm keeping it real. Okay, so this card that I got, it's called... It's from my Oracle deck, so this is going to be a little more spiritual and kinder than the tarot deck. The tarot deck gives it to you real. So this is cracked open. So the message here is 
to not let the density of the weight and the weight of the world kind of like squash your tender spirit. Whoever's listening to this that needs to hear it, basically through extreme pressures of life's trials, that's when the magic is kind of made. And when things are at their darkest, that's when we kind of cultivate this faith and our light is ignited in us. And through the crumbling of this, we can allow our wounds to be healed. And so what Spirit's telling me is to let these losses make you and not break you and be open to the idea of being cracked open. When you break or hurt, these aren't negative things. And it's really, you know, sometimes it hurts like hell, Um, but it's honestly nature's way. And that is the kind of the message that comes through. If, If you don't start healing yourself, I will. Like universe, when we think bad things are happening to us, it's actually a shift. Like the universe is trying to push us like out the door, like, Something needs to change. Something's not working. I'm going to fuck some shit up for you before till you realize it. So whatever you let happen or not, it's going to happen. So you kind of just have to like surrender and let it flow. And when your heart cracks open, this space is created for you to like enter more into yourself and your authentic self more fully. And yeah, just for your guys are saying like, stay open to the possibilities that your tragedies, your losses, your sorrows and your hurt happened for you and not to you. And be grateful for the things that broke you down and cracked you open because the world needs you open. Yes. That's beautiful. The world needs you open. The world needs it. And I'm thinking of how the heaviness that therapists and counselors have with all that we carry and trying to help. I know. And I think, yeah. So you'd say a lot of, I'm assuming most of your listeners would be probably psychologists, counselors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't have an easy job <laughs> no it's hard sometimes especially gonna, with the pandemic yeah. too i'm gonna bunch myself in that category too just because i did you know i studied it and and i oh, just yeah. i understand yeah. what you do and i do it on a different level as well but it's it's heavy stuff and you know they always say therapists need therapists psychics need psychics like we you gotta like you do you do <laughs> you can't just solve your own shit people always think i just since i do this as my job like oh you're a psychic so you just like know everything about your own life i'm like Oh, if it was only that simple. You got it all together. (laughs) No, my life is perfect and nothing's wrong ever. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) It's crazy that you guys have problems because I don't. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) But yeah, I just, I, I know that we all, we feel our clients trauma as well sometimes. And if we're not protecting our boundaries emotionally, physically, spiritually, it can really take a toll. So what do you think is helpful for counselors, therapists to, to do, I guess, especially if they're feeling the weight of the world, right? Feeling the heaviness mm-hmm. of clients' issues. And- well, for me, I i mean, I'm just going to go more like the crystal route. I'm a big fan of crystals. Yeah, go for but, it. Okay, yeah. So protection-wise, tiger's eye and amethyst are really, really good ones to have. I also think black obsidian would be great crystals to have around you. Those just help clear the energies out and protect boundaries. But another main part of it is just like speaking it out into existence or journaling and writing. What are my boundaries? Like, what am I not going to take home from my client today? You know, if we have a client who's dealt with rape or any sort of sexual trauma, like what am I, I need to create a boundary in that. So I'm not taking it home with me. I'm just big on speaking it out. And so I, I speak to my guide. So like I said, whoever you speak to or whatever you believe in, speak to it and just say like, I can't take this on. So for example, my mediumship work in the beginning up until pretty recently, I asked them to show me their physical pain of how they died. So I could be more accurate. Cause I, you know, self-doubting myself, like, okay, how can I be more accurate? Show me how you died physically. And so I had one client who passed from a gunshot wound to the head and 
when I asked for that physical pain, I, I was like incapacitated for like five days straight. I could not oh my function because I felt that shot. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, sometimes I can deal with the heart attack symptoms. I can deal with the cancer symptoms. But when I feel something so intense as a shot, I mean, it, it knocks me out for days. Like it's just unbearable. So I sat down with my spirit guys and I said, listen, there's going to be a different way. You're going to show me these, the way that people pass. So it's just, now it's more of a knowing, like if I just connect with someone right away, I'll just kind of like hear a thought in my head that says like, you know, cancer or throat or whatever it may be, but really just like physical boundaries and then spiritual, emotional boundaries too. Yeah. So important. I would think that wouldn't be healthy for you to take that on. Oh my God. No, it was killing me. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> I even have, wow. I have pictures in the beginning when I first started this stuff. Cause I only ever did. I only ever connected with my own loved ones up until eight months ago. Oh, I, didn't, okay. I didn't know I could do this for other people. I just like, it just came to me one day and my, whoever I talked to was just like, tell the world about it. And I was like, okay. And then it took off. <laughs> so I never connected with other people. And so when I did start doing it, I started doing these for free. I was just like, okay, who wants a reading? Like, let's connect to grandma today. And my entire left side of my body started getting like scars and rashes all up on it. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah. Cause I receive energies from my left side of my body and kind of release from my right. So my right was completely blank and free. And my left was just like acne central and I don't struggle with acne at all. So I was like, oh God, <laughs> this isn't good. Yes. Oh. So I had to start creating those set of boundaries. And yeah, I mean, I think every psychologist, therapist, counselor knows boundaries are massive. Yeah. And letting things go at the end of the day too. So you don't take it home. Yeah. That's one thing I love about the work I do is I, I don't know if it's like a common thing in psychics and mediums. I think it is because I've talked to a few people, but we really like, if you come to me in a week and you're like, Oh my God, for my reading, like, do you remember when you said this and this and this, I won't remember. Like, it's almost like I black out because I, I don't believe I'm supposed to carry everyone's pain with me when I walk out or when I finish a session. Right. And so I, yeah, I have like notes I'll go back to and be like, okay, yeah, now I recall, but I won't just remember every single session because that would be very intense for a human to carry. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> and leaving that, letting it go. I think it's yeah. so important, Let like you said, flow. to make that intention with even journaling. and Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's all intention. Yeah, so I know you mentioned that a holistic strategy uses higher higher self journaling. But yeah. Can you share, yeah. share what that is? Okay, so yeah, obviously I'm a big journal fan. I will always vouch like journal. It actually helps to put the pen on the paper. So higher self journaling, there's a ton of different journaling methods I have. Like you can literally like journal your doctor guide, which is just like tuning oh. into your body's physical and mental health and telling yourself what you need. But higher self journaling, this is different from regular journaling because you're channeling yourself through a different level of consciousness. So it's you, but it's you at like a soul level. What I do is I take like three deep breaths in and then kind of come with the intention of like, I'm calling in my higher self. Sometimes I'll sit down just because this is the relationship I have with myself. I'll be like, yo, human self, get the f out. Higher self, come through. Let's talk. <laughs> and so <laughs> I sit down and I start journaling and you'll kind of start to see, like, you don't have to think of a topic. You kind of just, first thing that comes to your mind, it could be so random, just start writing and go with it. And Sometimes you'll feel yourself even physically like entering your own self. If that makes sense. Like I'll get like a little patter in my chest or something like that and just begin writing and just write and write and write until you feel like there's no more words to write. And you'll notice as you begin to write, your language may change, your handwriting might change and you'll basically be channeling messages from yourself to yourself, but it's more like prophetic and 
different than how you would speak day to day. And that's how you know it's your higher self because like she's just oh, okay. she or he is just like woke. Yeah. And so after you feel like you've gotten these messages, sometimes they'll leave without you saying anything or sometimes you'll just ask them, okay, three deep breaths and then ask them to detach from you. But usually yeah, I get like a little patter or a skip in my chest or heart or whatever. And then it feels like they just kind of like poof, they disappear. So that is higher self journaling and it is rad. I love it. That's so cool. It's really, wonder- really cool. Is that good? Like if you have a decision you're trying to make or a problem you're trying to solve? I mean, I'm, I would recommend doing this once a week for everybody, but even once a day if you want. But no, it's, uh, yeah, definitely if you feel like you're in a stuck place and, or, you know, you need a solution, even if, yeah, if it's about a specific event and you need to come up with a solution or make a choice, you can do that. If it's just kind of, hey, I've been struggling for about a year now, off and on, like what needs to change, what do I need to do. And you can go in with prompts, you can ask yourself questions, but you really, if you believe you're going to be able to connect to yourself, you will. And you'll notice it's just like this more, it's just higher, it's just this higher consciousness of yourself. Yeah. yeah. I've heard about higher self, but I never thought there'd be a way to connect with that. I think like in psychology terms, like id, ego, super ego, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I need to brush up, but I think it's like the, which one's the unconscious? (laughs) Id? The id. Is it yes. Id. Okay. So basically you're yeah. connecting to your id. It's calling your id. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's a great strategy for listeners to try and practice. Yeah. Is there, there, uh, yeah. A ton of stuff on my Instagram too. If you. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. And we're going to put all your info in the show notes. So what, what is the best way for listeners to find you? I would say Instagram. I do like 90% of my marketing and everything on Instagram. Oh, okay. And I also do like Good. fun little cheap deals, like every couple of weeks and giveaways. But yeah, for now it's mainly Instagram and then TikToks. They're fun. Let's get friggin' weird. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Cassidy. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that we got to connect. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. And I do feel like you're somebody that you can just hang out with and have a good time. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we can get a drink, whatever you want. I'm pretty normal, right? (laughs) I'm normally weird. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And we could get friggin' weird, right? Yeah, we get friggin' weird. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. All right. Well, thank you to my listeners for tuning into today's episode. I'm so happy you're here and I'm glad I can help you on your holistic journey. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And this is Chris McDonald sending each one of you much light and love. Until next time, take care. If you're loving the show, will you rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform? We just started this and that helps other people find this show. Also, if you're feeling uncertain about your modalities and you want to build your confidence to be your unique self, I want you to join my free email course, Becoming a Holistic Counselor, over at holisticcounselingpodcast.com. In my Becoming a Holistic Counselor course, you'll get tips for adding integrative care into your practice, what training you need and don't, and the know-how to attract your ideal holistic clients. If this sounds like the direction you are headed, sign up at holisticcounselingpodcast.com. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. It is given with the understanding that neither the host, the publisher, or the guests are rendering legal, accounting, clinical, or any other professional information. If you want a professional, you should find one.